Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Simon Chait, and you are listening to Prog Mojo. You have tuned into 92.9 River FM, and it's Saturday night, and it's just about six o'clock. And this is episode 20 of Prog Mojo. Now, something very interesting has happened for me recently. I have been elected to Ballina Shire Council as a member of the council for the next two years and nine months. This is a very exciting opportunity and I'm very grateful for the experience. But one of the things that has happened as a result of this is that I'm now time poor. As you may or may not know, Prog Mojo is a pre-recorded show. It takes me usually about eight hours to record one episode of Prog Mojo. That's to do all the research, to do all the technical stuff, to do all the editing and tweaking, etc. So about eight hours work for a one hour episode, which I happily do. I really enjoy the whole prog rock journey and I love the creation that we get on the other side. That is prog mojo. However, now that I'm on council, I'm finding that I just don't have those eight hours anymore to sit down and really focus in on working on the whole research part of the prog mojo. So as we move into the future of prog mojo, I'm letting you guys know that I think I need to change the format a little bit. So from here on in, I think I'm going to have to experiment a little bit with the structure or the form of ProgMojo. So tonight we're only going to be listening to three bands. So I've reduced a little bit of my research time and I've given you a bit more music to listen to. The structure of ProgMojo may change from week to week depending upon my overall level of busyness. But I'm going to do the best that I can to bring you an exciting and interesting show each week. We're going to start tonight with Bruford. One of prog rock's great drummers is a man called Bill Bruford. Bill Bruford was a member of two great prog rock bands, Yes and King Crimson. And in the late 70s, he decided to go solo. He recorded his debut album, Feels Good to Me, in 1978, and it was released on Polydor Records. Bruford got together with a very talented bunch of players, with keyboardist Dave Stewart from Hatfield in the North, virtuoso bassist Jeff Berlin and guitarist Alan Holdsworth, who used to play for Soft Machine and Gong. His debut album also featured Annette Peacock on occasional vocals and Kelly Wheeler on flugelhorn. After releasing the album, Bruford and Holdsworth joined prog rock group UK, but that didn't last long and he left and recorded his second album, one of a kind in 1979, and using the same lineup as the first album without the vocals of Flugelhorn, as this one was an instrumental album. This album was really the first attributed to his band Bruford, rather than just being seen as a solo album. That same year, Bruford also released a live album called The Bruford Tapes, using guitarist John Clark in place of Holdsworth. He was actually Holdsworth's student and was credited on the album as the unknown John Clark. He was recorded in Roslyn, New York State on July 12, 1979. And in February 1980, Bruford released his third solo album and the second and final album by his group, Bruford. This one was called Gradually Going Tornado and it was released on Polydor Records. Okay, first up, here's the title track from his debut album, Feels Good To Me. Here's Bruford.
And that was Bruford with Feels Good To Me. Next up, here's a live performance from 1979 from their song Manacles. This track appeared as a bonus track on the 2005 remastered re-release of their second album, One of a Kind. Here's Bruford with Manacles. Thank you. 
And that was Bruford with a live performance of Manacles. Finally, a track from the third album to bear the Bruford name. Here's Age of Information, and it features bassist Jeff Berlin on vocals. This is from the album Gradually Going Tornado.
And that was Bruford with Age of Information from the album Gradually Going Tornado. 92.9. What's up, you guys? It's Nicki Minaj. River FM. And now for something completely different. The band Khan was another English prog rock band from the Canterbury scene. And these guys were active between 1971 and 1972. They were founded by Steve Hillage from Uriel, and the lineup was Hillage on guitar, Nick Greenwood on bass, Dick Henningham on organ, and Pip Pyle on percussion. Now, Pyle left the group after only a short time, moving on to join Gong, and by the time the band was ready to play its first gig, Pyle had been replaced by Eric Peachy. In October 71, Dick Henningham left as well, and was replaced by keyboardist Dave Stewart for the remaining album sessions. Khan only released one album. It was called Space Shanty and was released on Polydor Records in June 1972. They just returned from a UK tour supporting Caravan where they'd been joined by Canadian organist Val Stevens during the tour. The following year, in 1972, Hillage tried a new version of the band with Peachy on drums and Dave Stewart on keys and Nigel Griggs on bass. New material was written, rehearsed and even performed But when Decca refused to release the album, the group disbanded and Hillage left to join Gong. As a matter of interest, some of the material on Steve Hillage's 1975 debut solo album Fish Rising was originally meant to be on the Khan's unfinished second album. Okay, I've got a couple of longer Khan tracks for you today. This first track is the title track from the album. It's a longer piece and I'm only going to be able to play most of it. Settle back for the Prog Beast Space Shanty.
And that was Khan with Space Shanty. Don't go away. There'll be more Prog Mojo after this. Welcome back. You're on 92.9 River FM. My name is Simon Chait, and this is episode 20 of Prog Mojo. We're right in the middle of exploring the album Space Shanty by Khan at the moment. Prior to the break, we listened to the title track of the album. I hope you used the break to top up the beverage of your choice because we've got another 9 minutes and 23 seconds of Khan. This next track is called Driving to Amsterdam and it's side B, track 2 of the album Space Shanty. Here's Khan.
to deny that it's a threat Our weary faces smiling With the energy that's left Your flowing now has reached me And I feel I've got to stay
That was Driving to Amsterdam by the English prog rock group Khan from their 1972 album Space Shanty. River FM. Okay, I've got one more English act for you tonight. This next band, The Sin, have been considered by some to be a precursor band for the great prog rock band Yes. The Sin were an English psychedelic rock band, active from 1965 to 1967, and they reunited in 2004 as a full prog rock outfit. The band was originally founded by guitarist Steve Nardelli, bassist Chris Squire, keyboardist Andrew Price Jackman, Martin Adelman on drums, and John Painter on lead guitar. The band originally started out as an R&B band, and they had their first gig at the Kingsbury County Grammar School in 1965. They soon began to move away from R&B, however, and with lead guitarist Peter Banks replacing John Painter, the sin firmly planted themselves in the garden of psychedelic rock. In 1967, they released two singles, Created by Clive and Flower Man. And I got these two tracks for you a little bit later. That same year, they supported the Jimi Hendrix Experience at the Marquee Club in London. And then they went on to have a long-running residency at the club, supporting bands like Pink Floyd, The Moody Blues, Cat Stevens and Procol Harum, before they got their own weekly headline gig where they launched their Gangster and Flower Man rock operas. How cool is that? The Sin eventually split up in 1967 and both Chris Squire and Peter Banks left to join Mabel Greer's toy shop, which was eventually renamed as Yes. There's a second part to this story. In 2003, Martin Edelman managed to get back in touch with Steve Nardelli and they met up with Peter Banks for lunch where they discussed the possibility for reunion. In 2004, the new band started rehearsals with new keyboard player Jared Johnson and Steve G on bass. John Wetton of King Crimson and Asia had originally intended to play bass, but pulled out in the last minute. Later, in 2004, Nardelli asked Chris Squire if he would like to play on one of the tunes for the album, Cathedral of Love, and Squire did, going on then to join the band. Paul Stacey became the guitarist with his twin brother Jeremy Stacey on drums, and they released their first full studio album, Sin Destructible, in October 2005. 
The first track I've got for you tonight is the politically incorrect 1967 single created by Clive. Here's The Sin. The Sin with their 1967 single created by Clive. Now for the next one I'm going to give you another single from the same year. This is Flower Man. Is what I am. Flower 
get temperamental All of them from the daisy to the rose And flowers are a thing of beauty They need care from somebody like me Someone who knows Yes, a flower man A sunshine shower man And I make a living Yes, by giving And that was The Sin with Flower Man. That song and the previous song, created by Clive, were released as singles in 1967, but didn't make it to an album. The final track from our trifecta of Sin songs is a track from their 2005 post-reunion studio album, Sin Destructible. Here's The Sin with Cathedral of Love.
Take with me to my journey's end In my darkest hour A stranger had become my closest friend the sin with cathedral of love now i finished a little bit early today so i'm going to quickly play you part of one of my old tracks that i recorded while i was at university here's simon chait with tawny fair
that is Simon Chait finishing off with a Simon Chait original piece called Tawny Fair. You've been listening to Prog Mojo. This is episode 20. You're on 92.9 River FM and I'll see you next week. Don't forget folks, prog on. <laughs>